with her. So anyway, uh, so, sorry about that. But I wasn't. You know what, though? This is a perfect example of how like like the way words are just delivery of a message can be misconstrued. What would you call that? Um, communication. And I told Lou. But what kind of communication? Oh, my God. She wants it's to say it. so bad. The four T's. Yes. What are they? Tone. Timing. Tact. And... Possibly one of the most important ones. Welcome to Kitty Whispers. I don't remember what episode. This is seven, right? Seven. Lucky seven. Seven of season two. Yes, it is. We've been a little busy the last week. That's why this episode came out late. I'm sorry. But just by a couple of days. We're not behind like... I mean, we're not like weeks behind or anything. like two or three days. Yeah. But we've also, in that period of time, we've had quite a few people who have been listening and catching up. Yes. And they also have been reporting back. Uh Uh-huh. We've gotten lots of good feedback lately. Yep. Lots of new followers. So, hey. We got a new country. The Swedes. Sweden. Is that it? Swedes? Are they the Swedes? Yeah. They're the sweet Swedes. (laughs) I don't know if that's correct or not, but we'll pretend it is. What if, like, they've been saying it, like, sweat us the whole time, and then, like, we all say, like, like, you know how, like, the some... Sweatens, th- the Swedens? The Like, sweat us, sweat us? No, it's definitely... Like, you're in Boston. <laughs> definitely not that. <laughs> well, like, some people say tomato, and some people say tomato. Tomato? Who says tomato? People. Tomato. Maybe, like, the British. I feel like the British would say Tomato. Tomato. I like a good tomato <laughs> salad. <laughs> okay, we're done with our accents. <laughs> Are we? That's kind of fun. We have some updates for you. Yes, we do. Good. And actually, do we have any good ones? I think we just have some weird ones. We have some interesting ones. Yeah, interesting would be the word. So, interesting is the word. Um, Who wants to go first? Do you want to go first? <laughs> Uh, well, so this past week, mm-hmm. weekend, uh, let's start there. Let's start from the top and kind of work our way down because okay. we had a busy week. So, <gasps> oh yeah. So we had our Galentine's party. Yes. Our Galentine's party on Saturday with the wonderful, fabulous Lana. She was amazing. And as several of our guests got readings from her Which and very I think cool. it went really well. Based on their feedback. Right. And we also got these cute little cards that we'll be sharing some little things from. Oh, yeah. I haven't even looked through them. <gasps> That's we'll how much. We'll do that I, soon. Guys, <laughs> if it was me, I would have I would already read your stuff, okay? Your I, opinions matter to me. They matter to me, too. They do matter to I her. Just, She's been busy. Yeah. Well, that. And I'm just being, like, kind of in a funk. But I wonder why. There's several, there's a few reasons why. We'll get to that later. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's start, let's start with Friday. So one mm-hmm. of my downer things, I lost a very close friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Kenny was amazing and wonderful. And I'm sure we have people who are listening who loved and adored him just like I did. And uh, anyway, so that was that was definitely a bummer. Um, but then I went to Pablo's to make myself feel better. And I met nice. a new, like, fun friend. <laughs> she told me all about you the she, next day. She literally, like, I went up I was to jealous. The, well, I went up to the bar and I was sitting by myself. Uh, someone call, would call that a feminist move. <laughs> I guess. Or just an independent one. <laughs> yeah, which is apparently. All the women who independent. Yeah. Throw your hands. Batman. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but uh, anyway, so yeah, so I went to the bar and she was so sweet and she was like, um, you are so beautiful and adorable and seem really cool. Why are you sitting at the bar by yourself? And uh, I was like. You should have been like, because I'm a feminist. <laughs> uh, I said because <laughs> I needed a break. Yeah. I was like, I have been around people and work and children and I wanted to go and sit and remember my friend and yeah he quit drinking a while back but when he would drink it'd be tequila shots so we would so anyway so I I started there (laughs) and uh but she slipped me her phone number and I was all like ooh, I really was like that um not in a romantic way. She no. just wants to be friends. I know. Like, so adorable and cute. Yeah, I'm just saying. Cute. Yeah. Like, I loved it. Like, I'm just saying. Like, it makes a, it makes a girl feel good. Like, it like, does. So. Even when girl, even though we're not lesbians, if a girl sought us her number. Yeah. That means we're cool enough. Right. For that girl to want to be our friend. And then there was <laughs> another chick that she was from Rockwall and she was married to somebody that I knew and she was real cool too. Okay. Um, But then on Saturday. Yes. It was, y'all, I thought we were real prepared. And we're both planners. We're huge planners. So when things don't go according to plans, I get a little flustered and I start to sweat. And I just really wanted to be that host of our party that we are like game face on, cocktails ready, and Things are just ready to roll as people walk in. And that was not us no. by any means. Um, I didn't realize that it would take so long for us to get our Galentine's decorations up or the charcuterie boards made and the balloons. But like getting balloons blown up is a task because yeah. no one wants to do it. They want you to buy their balloons, but I don't want to buy your balloons. I want to bring my own. And so that was a chore in itself. Lauren she was, was a, a rock and a puffin. I was she so huffing and a I was huffing. I think our guests came in and like, please let me help you. And I'm like, I wasn't even going to ask you to help me. I was just going to tell you I need your help. But that's how great our gals are. Yeah, they come in ready to ready to roll. So yeah, I mean they come. I through appreciated and, them. And uh, I think it was like. <laughs> five minutes before the party started that I went back there and got ready. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's not that neither one of us had not prepped before. Like, we, No, that's like, the thing is we did all the prepping. It just snuck up on us the next happened. day. Yeah. And, uh, and I've decided I, I don't love being – like, although I'm very good at it, I don't love being the host of a party because it stresses me out. It's way too much money. 
maybe one day when money's not a problem, I won't even care about that. But we'll be able to pay somebody else to make I, the and then you have to boards. feel like you have to yes, absolutely, and air of the balloons. You feel like you have to like entertain, and not that I don't want to entertain. It's just exhausting. Like, I think drains. you you kind of feel. Like Lauren was in there getting ready. The guests were in the kitchen. I still hadn't made the cocktails. And it was like you could have heard a pin drop. And so I'm like, okay, Yeah, it was real quiet. When I realized. This party started. <laughs> you're like, you, she came back there and she's like, Lauren, I need you. Uh, you know, I start getting really anxious in these these moments. And can you please hurry? Yeah, and I, was like, I, I get trying. so anxious whenever everyone's like looking at me. And I'm like, uh, like I'm a monkey in a cage that needs to entertain them. Even though that's not how they were at all. No, it's totally it's just your how pressure. I feel. Yeah, um, I do know that, but I did. I we both did a lot, and I, you know, she was so cute, made the cutest little picture wall, and uh, I tried to make a point to make sure we all enjoyed and appreciated that. It was fun. We and, had a good time, even though some of our peeps that said they were coming weren't able to make it. I think we had a good turnout. So I think yeah. if we choose to do this next year, well, I feel like the people who are meant to make it did. That's just how I look at things when things don't work out, right? Of and then also the charcuterie board took a little bit longer, but, but it was beautiful. I've never even taken a class. It just is something. And maybe because I really enjoy eating them. My mom was helping Lauren set it up and I had to run to go get the balloons. Yeah, and your stuff. mom was, uh, she made like, she was the chopper and she kind of was like the, yeah. you know, and she. Generally, she's the one rushing around and, and helping in that aspect, but I don't think she felt that good. But she was like, Lauren was like focused and in the zone when it came to I wanted to play charcuterie. music, but then I felt like nervous about playing Why? music. Like, <laughs> like, well, one, I was so busy. I literally did not stop. Like once I started going, I didn't. No, I didn't I know yeah and so uh going and pausing to go turn to on, even music put on music was like to didn't yeah. cross your mind right yeah. no I get it um but your mom was awesome she was very mm-hmm. nice and thankful for your support yes. um she doesn't listen so <laughs> thank god <laughs> <laughs> I'll just send her a clip of the shout out Shout out, Louie. Shout out. <laughs> and also, so that is kind of funny because your mom and I had a moment over Kitty Whisperers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or what I thought. Yeah. Lauren, you're hilarious. So the next day, my mom was like, so Lauren. But you were exactly the same way. When? No, like the way you get like protective and like you want to like when you feel a certain way. Oh, like, if someone is coming after, yeah, I'm I, I just I was like, yeah. So she <laughs> she was talking to my mom. My mom was in the room relaxing because she got really tired, and uh, she was well, watching. We were. I'll tell it for mine. You tell me your mom's side because that's where I think. Okay, that, you want yours to go first? Yeah, I think. Okay, that, okay. So I uh, I went in there to freshen up. We were going to take pictures, and so I went into their. Uh, like bathroom and she's watching a murder show her mom is <laughs> which is the norm <laughs> which also because Deidre watches and listens to so many murder like we've po- she's basically trained we've done this since I was a little girl <laughs> so I grew up listening to that stuff so it's just stuck unlike me so I don't like it at all and I'm very voiceless about that with her like I'll read about something but something about I don't know so I don't like it. And uh, she had it on. And so her mom said, oh, some murder show. And I go, 
Uh, yeah, you were like, what are you watching? I, no, I was, yeah, because I was trying to make conversation because it would give real long pa- pauses while we were in there together. Yeah. And I've always felt pressured. I'm talking about feeling pressure to make conversation. I was with your mom for a long time by myself. See, and Lauren never has an issue making – I don't know why. She's nervous around my mom. My mom puts that vibe off, though. She's very reserved, and you kind of almost have to, like, pull it out of her. So when <laughs> so- I like to do that, I, I – I usually see that as a challenge, like in a good way. Like I'm like, I'm going to, I'm like, I want to find, unless yeah, bad vibes. No, but like, I want to be able to connect with you and that's your mom. Mm -hmm. And so, because I love you so much, I want to be able to connect with your mom. (laughs) My friend's mom's like me. Like that's, I want to be able to find that with your mom. Louie's hard. And we, we missed some very valuable adolescent bonding mom daughter <laughs> friends years. Okay. I'm just trying to make up for it. <coughs> and so we had some long pauses while I was making the charcuterie board. I'm in there. I'm just trying to, I'm tr- I'm pulling, I'm pulling at it. And I'm like asking her what she's watching. And, uh, she says the murder show or something. And I go, well, that's, uh, that's relaxing or something just kind of that's a feel good i said that's that i think it's like a feel good show (laughs) said something like oh but that's also my response to daydream anytime she tells me that she's watching something like that i'm like oh sounds like it's relaxing yeah Yeah, i say something like that and so i said that to her and then she said something like yeah well you know and she started talking about something else and then she said eyes my ears and (laughs) Given I do have one that has a little nerve damage, so, you know, every once in a while, I may hear something different. So, that's the reason. And uh, I heard her, I swear I heard her say, yeah, but it's something like, I just don't know about y'all's podcast or Daydream's podcast. I just don't know about Daydream's podcast. I swear that's something, like, so very close to what she said. And I'm like, I'm like literally in the mirror, I'm all like... And I hear it and I pause and I said to myself, well, I'm sure that there's some things that we talk about that are probably a little uncomfortable for a mother to hear. Mm -hmm. I know (laughs) as a parent, it's kind of hard to separate and see your child as an adult that way. Right. Facts, straight facts, spitting facts. Spitting facts. And then... Deidre, I I know you feel, and we've talked about, you have a high, uh, you put a lot of pressure on yourself, whether it's like from outside sources or internal, uh, from that like inner child voice, Mm -hmm. you feel a strong, like, uh, acceptance, not, I don't know if it's acceptance, but like your parents approving, approval, approval, approval. You want that approval from your family, Very, very. Yes, of course. But it's very, very... important to you that you struggle with internally a little bit with that. Yeah. And I'm sure a lot of most people do. I did for a long time. Mm -hmm. Then things happen and you just. I mean, I feel like I'm getting better about setting boundaries and not worrying about it so much, but you know that I, it bothers me to have my family's approval and them support everything that I do. Right. And I think maybe because I felt that way for such a long time and then being forced into a situation where I've had to do nothing but learn. And I feel like that really came on as a mom that I 
I started realizing as long as I approve and accept where I'm at and I know that my babies are taken care of, I don't really give a fuck what right. anybody else thinks. Well, and that's our mindset. Yeah. But and that's so, not my mom's or my dad's. Or right. <laughs> but what I'm saying is I got forced into a situation where I had to live without that approval. Mm-hmm. And so I'm happy about it because now I feel like I, I mean, you know. Anyway, whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. So long story. I'm feeling all of that. I'm feeling (laughs) a little triggered because of that. Mm -hmm. I'm feeling protective of you because I know and I you're doing we're doing great. We love this. And uh, it's a y'all are our baby or baby. Mm -hmm. And uh, anyway, so when she said that, like, I just don't know about Daydream's podcast or so. I was like, I love how she adds the country accent (laughs) to it. If I do it, close my eyes. I could probably. I just don't know about Daydream's podcast. I just don't know about <laughs> No, but she said it like kind of disgusted. She's like, I, I just don't know about Daydream's podcast or something. And I was like, <clears throat> uh, and so I took a, I told my dad this story. I said, I took a, st- I said, I don't yeah, think Daydream's. She was frustrated. I said, I don't think Daydream's mom likes me. And he was like, why? And I was like, tell me what happened. <laughs> so I tell him exactly as I'm telling you all now. And then I said, and then I took a step back. So I could make eye contact and look at her. <laughs> and let her know. I wanted her. I wanted to level in a respectful, honorable. I'm not being right. disrespectful. I wanted to come correct, you know, direct. Yeah. I like how that's correct how I Correct and direct. So I like my communication. And uh, so I took a step back so I could make eye contact. And I said something like, you know, I know I've had conversations with my dad about it. And there are certainly things that we may talk about that he really doesn't want to hear. But he, and I've told y'all this before, but he's like, if y'all are taking, if you're taking care of everything around you that you're supposed to, I know who my daughter is. You go be her in the best way possible. Doesn't mean I always want to hear about it, but I know that if I took away some of the color, that means the fun stuff y'all like, then uh, the message is still good. And we hope y'all feel that way. We hope we're never like overly. No, I 100% want to be overly because everyone is. People just mar- aren't as open as we are about it. Shout out to one of our listeners, Kevin, who told me yesterday that he's like, listen, I'm not, and I know him. He's a real professional, respectable man. Mm-hmm. Good husband, good father, always been kind and good to me. And he said, it's just like I'm listening to a bunch, you know, to two girls gabbing in a room. Everybody talks about That's it. That's all we're doing. So we're just gabbing. So Lauren got a little defensive thinking my mom had mentioned that she didn't know about our our podcast, but <laughs> so my story before I heard her story. Well, this is at the Super Bowl party. So I'm telling yeah. my dad about like what happened and he's like, he goes, he shook his head at me and I just like, okay. And then Deidre gets there. Yeah. And Lauren kind of brought it up and I was like, wait. I just I, I think, think I know. Yeah, and me. I said I think I know what you're referring to. And uh, she's like, "You do?" And I said, "Yeah." She, my mom said, "You came in and were washing your face or whatever while she was in here watching a true crime show. I think it was like 48 hours." And I mean, I was touching up my face. Yeah. yeah. And she was like, um, "Yeah, you know, I'm just watching this, you know, thing." And she was telling Lauren about it, and she's like, "Oh, well, that sounds like a feel good." And my mom's response was like, "Yeah." Kind of like the podcast or Daydree's podcast. So she said, kind of like Daydree's podcast. But when and she, she said, yeah, disgusted. But if she were talking about ours, she would have said y'all's podcast. But earlier in the day, I was listening to a pretty gruesome true crime case. And my mom's like, oh, Daydree, I just can't listen to this. <laughs> it makes me 
just it's such a downer she said you have to turn it off so when she said yeah kind of like daydreams podcast she was talking about my true crime podcast that i listened to so and i this- felt so defensive i was like excuse me so she was like and i, I think- was very nice yeah you she didn't say you weren't nice but she goes yeah so i said that and then she kind of started like let me have it about y'all's podcast and she goes and then i realized oh she totally misunderstood what i said because <laughs> my mom doesn't even listen she but got to episode fa- two my favorite part was that you said she goes i like realized halfway through she thought i was talking about y'all's, y'all's. yeah and then she said that uh she goes but i just let her finish yeah she goes i didn't want to interrupt her so i just let her finish and I was like, oh my god! And then I was like, there it is. There, that's the that's the one I want to connect with her. So anyway, oh, so. sorry about that. But I wasn't. You know what though? This is a perfect example of how like li- like the way words are just delivery of a message can be misconstrued. What would you call that? Um, communication. And I told Lou. But what kind of communication? She wants to say it. so bad. The four T's. Yes. What are they? Tone. Timing. Tact. And. Possibly one of the most important ones of all. Tone, timing, tact, and. Truth. Truth. But what if you tell an untrue message well that's where the other three fall in you know it's a an equation but uh we had a leadership class this week i gotta go and see my peeps and uh, we had some speakers about being a leader and one of the biggest things was communication and about that and 100 uh, percent communication is what makes someone a good leader she said clear is kind which if you think about that it's so great like clear communication yeah like being unclear is unkind like yes and yes. then um she said when you over communicate something that you you know that it's kind of working that like right mm-hmm. now my four t's are so annoying to you but there's they don't annoy me well, i just think it's funny if she says the four t's she has to list them because you haven't <laughs> you don't know them all yet you keep you forget one every time <laughs> you're getting better but it's and i want you all to remember too but we're going to do a whole episode over them. Or we'll just sprinkle them in all of them. Forever and ever. <laughs> Forever and ever. Well, speaking of communication, my brother told me a story. Because last weekend I didn't. My oldest brother. He lives in Boston. He has a very high up HR job position. The and fact that your your family, y'all are HR people is wild to me. It's just me and him though. Okay. He's always been very successful in HR. And so when I was picking my degree, because I had no idea what I wanted to do, they had a very good HR program at A&M. So I thought, huh, Bub's been successful. I love people. Why not? I bet you were wonderful. It was great. Essentially, it was like a a good, basically, it was considered a good business degree. So why not go that route? But so he's working for this company in Boston. His boss has been, she's like an older woman on the verge of retirement. And she has. I wanted to say extinction. Not extinct. <laughs> she's not extinct yet. But there she's. You go, an old woman on the verge of my brain goes extinction. <laughs> <laughs> retirement. She's on the verge of retirement, but it's her company. So in her mind, she wants to be the person that controls everyone and everything. 
Well, he came in, he's VP of HR and, you know, has been trying to kind of take those reins and she's not about it. So she called him in her office the other day and she was so ugly and her communication style and the timing of her communication and the tone, all of it. Probably zero tact also. And it made it, first of all, if I would have been in that room, you better believe some punches would have been thrown. I would have come at her like a spider monkey. You mess with my people, you upset them, you hurt their heart, I will fuck you right up. Like, you better believe. And so, she upset him so badly that he went home and he said, I think I cried on and off all weekend. What? And I said, please, fly me down there so I can walk into that office, shake her hand and say, oh, I've heard a lot about you. You sound like you need an ass whooping. I'd leave that part out because I know he like. well, he doesn't like his job, but I know he appreciates the money she his don't job know brings who in. I am. But that's exactly what I do. I'd say, oh, hey, show me in. I've heard so much about She's you. Squeezing it tight. And I would squeeze the fuck out of her hand. That's how angry I was. I feel a little questionable right I'm now. I'm telling you, when you mess with my family... You won't ever again because you'll be like that crazy redhead came at me and we don't want to cross that line. Anyways, Bubba, I got your back. We if got I find out back. she does it again, we're just going to fly don't know down me. there. She walk. don't know me. I'm just going to walk all in. You know what? There's been this little girl who's been picking on my daughter and you know what? I, I listened to her. Send me onto the bus. Well, she's not on the bus, but I... I'll be like, point her out. I said... I listened. She goes, don't tell the teacher, mom. I said, I'm not going to tell. I'm not going to tell the teacher. I said, uh, but I have a question. She's like, yeah. I'm like, do you know who her mama is? She's like, what am I? Do you know her mother's name? Because I want to know if I know her. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people. And then she's like, no, mom, I don't know. I said, well, do you think she needs an ass whooping? She was like, mama and i said no because if her daughter is being a bully and a nasty human being Mm -hmm. then most likely her mama needs to deal with it she either will not approve and correct that situation or Or she needs one herself yeah you'll get her name and be like oh makes sense so if you need me to do that to your brother's boss dinosaur she's awful but it's fine that was the other leadership skill delegation Exactly. That is one leadership skill that a lot of older people, no offense to older people, but boomers have an issue with, is delegating and letting go of the reins a little bit for people to take over. And there was, we had a really wonderful person speak about it. And, uh, you know, his advice was you have to learn to trust people. You have to learn to mm-hmm. understand that not everybody does everything the same way, that nope. they may do it differently, mm-hmm. but that it's still okay. Yeah. And that change is good. And then there was this, and it sucks to hear no matter how good you are, no matter how good you are at your job, there's always someone who's better than you. Mm-hmm. Always, no matter what. 
do we want to say better than? No, like better at what you do for a living. Like no matter how great or how smart you are, you are not the best one in the entire world. There's always no, someone. No, but, but, but that's that sucks because if you take everyone's pride, replaceable, right? But essentially, if you, if you take pride in what you do, if you know you're good at what you do, I'm phenomenal at what I do. Mm-hmm. Yet I have to accept I'm not the very best one. Right. But we could be. There's always someone better. Always room for improvement, though. Yep. And so, uh, and if you're smart, you have those people around you. You take care of your people and you build a solid team. And that's what you do even if they do things differently. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, if you always insist it's done your way, it's your way or the highway, you're really, you're going to stagnate. You're going to drown, you know? Yeah. So anyway, that's my little tidbit for that dinosaur. But, uh. (laughs) <laughs> she won't ever listen <laughs> do you want me to give you my update yes so last week i think we discussed that mr robot had reached back out mm-hmm. and that he was like you know you made this impression like so it made me want to reach out to you and he said some really sweet things and i was like okay i'm open to relooking to going on another hunt for the personality you know mm-hmm I was like, I'm open to it. That's fine. If he texts me, cool. If not, I really don't care either way. So over the next several days, he was. He was like, I hope you had a good day today. Like he was actually initiating the conversation. However, every time we had a text conversation, I wasn't overly enthused. Like I was kind of like, you know. Like, he's not really trying to get to know me. He's but just saying, I hope you had a good day. Were you were you really present, do you think? Yeah. If anything, I tried to continue the conversation, and it was like, oh, I just wanted to tell you that I hope you had a good day. I mean, he didn't say that, but I'm, that's essentially it's, yeah, but. yeah, is the way he was communicating. Well, I think it was like last week, Wednesday or something, he actually called. And I was like, that's weird. Okay, so I picked it up. And we talked on the phone probably for a good 30 minutes. And y'all, I could not get off of the phone fast enough. (laughs) Like, and I'm over here, even while on the phone, I could sit it down and have it on speaker. And I was texting my girlfriends, the queen saying, oh my God, like I'm on the phone with Mr. Robot and he was the most know-it-all person on the fucking planet and he was speaking to me like I was an ignorant human and I was just like yeah this is not gonna work I tried to kind of lighten the mood make a little joke here and there nope doesn't laugh don't think I heard him laugh or even crack a smile through the phone like I'm really not sure how it went but I think we both realized what you said to me, you said pretty quickly, we're not each other's cup of tea. Yeah, we're not each other's cup of tea. It's I honestly don't know who would be his cup of tea. Um, it would have to be one that was very stagnant and has been sitting out for several days because he just needs like someone that's mute and will listen to him talk. So we're gonna we've removed Mr. Robot from the roster. He is no longer there. Got it. Well, do you want to hear about my thing? Hey, oh, yeah. I was gonna finish my roster, but you can. Oh, I, I thought we were gonna. In. I thought we were saving that. Oh, I don't know. 
Do you want to save it? We'll save that one for the end. It's fine. Lauren did have a romantic date for Valentine's Day. Is romantic the right word? I mean, it was supposed to be. <laughs> Interesting. It was not good. It was not bad. It was different. It was right on that crease. <laughs> it was like. It was right on the crease of okay. <laughs> Here's what I am going to say. <laughs> Shout out to Rye and Dallas. Because <laughs> it was good. The food was great, right? It was an... Oh, I'm going to run you through because it was worth it. Oh, okay. Real quick. Are we getting the, like, story tonight? No. Oh, okay. I'm going to tell this part. The parts that don't... We're going to tell the good... We're going to tell the X-rated version next week. There's... Okay. No, first of all... There's little ears close by. There, first of all, there's... It's not X-rated. It's more like just completely inappropriate let's call it pg-13 because i feel like pg-13 has gotten a little inappropriate <laughs> but i'm just on my it was just it was weird anyway uh okay so the <laughs> it was weird the Real banquet weird. was weird uh had this little cannoli topped with caviar it was ew like no. a sweet cannoli Kind of, but it was kind of salty. I just salty don't love the idea of eating fish eggs. I think no, there's a lot of nutrition. Were, it was like, and it had edible flowers on it in purple, and it was beautiful. Did you take a picture? I wanted to, but then I felt weird. Why? Well, because I was... Based on the person you were there with, I don't think that would have been the weirdest move. <laughs> Sir. I didn't want to give somebody the satisfaction that I was that impressed. What? So, I would have been like, girl, this is Instagram <laughs> material. It's really good. <gasps> uh, second up was uh, some type of pad thai, but it had salmon. Oh. And some type of drizzle, sriracha drizzle. Y'all. With an air salmon with an air in pad thai. Listen, and an air puffed rice cake thing air puffed rice cake yeah like have you ever had the ahi tuna tower and it has the air cakes the little you mean the crispies yeah but they're called like they're like air oh and they're like almost like a wafer yeah wafer thing there we go and it had but this that was fucking good <laughs> the next up was some type of bird a sog or a what? Sanguine. Sa- a squab. Squab. You just said a sanguine. Is that like a mixture of a penguin and a seagull? <laughs> <laughs> a sanguine? Would that make sense? A, a seagull pe- and a penguin? No, a seagull and a penguin. Yeah, it would be a sanguine. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm not, I want to discriminate. Uh, so anyway, yeah, a squab. And mm-hmm. I had that, which is actually one of the oldest types of animals. Ninth something oldest bird uh, ever recorded in man's history. It's like one of the oldest. Man's I, history? Whatever. It's like a baby pigeon. Where I'm looking this shit up on there. I did do that. It was a 16 Ew, I don't think I would have wanted to see what I ate. I didn't. You knew how it was a baby? I didn't know. He actually looked it up until I was, uh, I was halfway in. And it was real good. You know how and little then, a sixteen-week-old puppy is. Shut the fuck up. Some I did mom. know. I let me tell you. I I saw it, 
And I kind of lost my eye, but that was like by the time that he found it, I was like, yeah, but lucky it was only a couple bites. It wasn't very big. The mm. next thing up was uh, thyme, thyme, thyme. Did thyme. you just say thyme? No. It's like thyme. saying, it's like calling cumin cumin. No, thyme. <laughs> you said thyme. I can't wait for you to hear it back. You're going to cut all of this. Time after time. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, this is what the people want to see. No. Thyme. Time. I know it. I know, but it was so Stop making fun of my speech impediment. It's because you were reading it. (laughs) It was. Stop making fun of it. Stupid thyme. Okay, continue. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway. Uh, time and uh, some type of barrier or some shit, but it was disgusting. But then they served it. <laughs> Actually, it wasn't disgusting. It was very strong flavored. But yeah, when they time is kind of pungent. But it was like a sorbet, and oh. then uh, and it was mixed with something pomegranate or anyway. But then it was uh, they served it with some type of wine that I've never heard of or had before, and it tasted like root beer. But when you took a little bit of the sorbet and then you took a little sip it was perfection together well i was gonna say if, if the wine tastes like root beer i'd want to put ass cream in it sounded like i said ass cream um, <laughs> <laughs> i said ice cream <laughs> thine after thine. and ass cream and ass cream so anyway uh, Sounds all wonderful. There was all, oh, the fucking bomb.com was the sorbet. No, the hold on, not the sorbet. The lamb. Uh-huh. And that was. <laughs> it wasn't even like the chef's kiss. It was a full. <laughs> it was a mouth kiss. <laughs> Making out with it. Uh-huh. And, uh, and then the final was some type of creme brulee that had, it was like this, it had little droplets of raspberry like something mm-hmm. and then these other little things and then smoked pistachios going across it I don't you know what oh, i was blood just orange you know what i was just thinking how good would creme brulee be with like a very thin layer of chocolate mousse yeah but i'm telling you this thing literally was it the best creme brulee you've ever had though i literally go away did you hear that she had waterfalls happening between her legs no just in my mouth and so that came later Mm -hmm. oh just kidding it didn't not my mine anyway but anyway moving on so i'll tell you about that later and um okay so real quick here's the rundown thank you everyone for our little kitty gifts at the party we love y'all and appreciate y'all um we're gonna give you an update about valentine's uh i slip and fell today uh I went sploosh in the ground, but I also was going to tell you that I interviewed, or not interviewed, but I assisted. I was at a male predominant uh, place of business, Mm -hmm. and I had many conversations with employees, and there was a period of time where the employees, there was like three or four 34-year-olds in a row. Then there was like a 24-year-old. There was a 32-year-old. And I started like thinking to myself, do they think that I'm old or hot? Why? 
Because I realized... Did you ask them that during the interview? God, no. I'm a professional. <laughs> I'm not saying it was like, the constant okay, thought. La- I'm saying like... Your last we- question is... Well, I was looking at the 24-year-old, and I'm not feeling attracted. I'm feeling nothing, but I'm realizing that we're, like, we're in this room. We're talking for a long time. We're going through things, and I'm like... That's what popped into your head. It did. <laughs> I just was like... I'm like, I'm like well... Not does he think I'm hot. Like, it wasn't like, am, is he no, attracted do you, to me? does he think you're old or hot? <laughs> or old and hot? <laughs> <laughs> well, and well, and because to me, he was so young, I was not attracted. Like, I was like. He was so young, the last guy was No, 24. that's what I'm trying to get. That's what I'm getting at. That I was, it was like in the bride of day in a place of business where I'm functioning as a 100% adult. Sober. Uh yeah, but I'm not saying there was any feeling. It was an, a human being thought. It wasn't like I was attracted to him or wanting it. There I was, know. That's what, yeah. Yeah. I'm under, yeah, I get it. I'm just saying. What are you saying? That I was absolutely turned off by how young they were. <laughs> well. But then I also, because of Valentine's Date, I don't think I'm that attracted to older. I don't think I'm attracted to anybody. Man. And I'm still celibate, by the way. That was the thing I wanted to come back to. But, um barely oh no i am 100%. you'll get that story next week 100 percent. um well my valentine's day was more emotional than lauren's yes i had a hard time getting out of bed that day gonna be real and i get this way every year around my birthday because i do feel like i'm about to be 34 and i know everybody's like oh you're so young but when you're 34 and still haven't had kids or gotten married and there's so much pressure from society, it just weighs on me. And I think every year that I get older, I kind of have like a little more of a panic mode because I'm like, oh, I thought this year would have been like the year. Right. I'm a great catch. I don't know what the deal is. But um, so that was happening. And then I thought, you know what? Mr. Kelly's going to step it up. It's Valentine's Day. I'm going to get some flowers. And I came through with solid best friend advice that was very positive and encouraging and was allowing her to leave space to be trusting and open. Yes. And then you, motherfucker. Yeah. So I was expecting to get flowers. So I was like, you know what? That'll brighten my day. I'm feeling a little down today. At least flowers are like my favorite. He's probably done that because that wouldn't be something he wouldn't do. But instead... I got a text message from Mr. Callie and I'm just going to read it for y'all because, you know, there's some of you that like him and I thought I did. And then there's others that have like messaged us and been like, uh, drop him, please. But y'all are not going to like this. So at one o'clock, I finally hear from him. I was waiting to receive flowers, but instead I got this and it says, I want to be done. My mind has shifted in a different direction. I realized if I'm going to get ready for my season, I have to be 100% selfish. It's not fair to you and what you're looking for. I would just be stringing you along. Please don't call me. I hate when I have a feeling about something or someone and it turns out to be true when it's bad. And... I have told you all along, I've been kind of like slowly dragging my feet and I wanted it to work for you, but Mm -hmm. I've not felt 
And that just pretty much summed it up. Well, and the only reason I've tried to end it a couple of times, he was planning on coming next week. Um, he was going to, he already bought his ticket and everything. And I had made these like really cute Valentine's plans to celebrate when he got here. And so he was the one that was like pushing for it. And I wanted to at least give it one more chance of us hanging out and, you know, seeing right. how we feel before putting like a label on it. And so it was just very like, one, it was harsh it was rude. It was immature. And one, who would do that to someone on Valentine's Day? Well, it's just honestly, for me, it's plain disrespectful. It's not even showing respect for you as a human being. It's mm-hmm. kind of like your feelings don't matter to me whatsoever. Like, it's not even about, I told you this. My response was, if he was like, hey, you know what? You're in Texas. I'm in California. We're in different places. Mm-hmm. I I've enjoyed which getting, I know, had said right so many times. But to him. you were right. I'm, I've been I've uh, thought about it, mm-hmm. or I just realized we're in different places. It's been wonderful to get to know you. I wish you the best. That would have been a normal. Fine. That would have been a normal message to send. Why do you have to be hurtful to someone who's been nothing but kind to you just because y'all aren't meant for each other? I don't know. Like it. Like literally. Why would you- it, it it blew my mind. Why would you do that? Like I've brought, I've allowed you to use my time. Like my time is precious to me. I've allowed you to be in my home. I've allowed you into my space to meet my friends. You've been intimate. Like we've been intimate. Like you talked about him on the podcast. We let him be on the podcast. He's Facetimed with you, you and me at the same. You know, it's like yeah, you're letting you him allow out. someone into your life and you give them a piece of yourself and then they have the like it would have been fine if he would have picked up the phone and just well, ended he's just it. immature and yeah. young and disrespectful well and you know what i thought immediately is things are not going his way right now pretty much he had tried out for the red Sox. i'm assuming it might not have went well because he hadn't spoken about it much he said it went well but i'm saying i think he probably heard from the guy that they weren't gonna give him a contract And that's when he immediately blamed me. Like, I'm amazing. I know I did good at that tryout. It has to be Daedri because she's the only difference in this year than last year. Like, I don't have time for you. Yeah, but what did did he blame it on last year, you know? Oh, no. I mean, last year he was playing. And so this year he gets this tryout with this huge team and the only difference is me. And so he's like, I, I just felt like that's he, what like, it was. Yeah, it's whatever it the is. The way he lashed whatever out. Whatever he is, he's a dipshit idiot. Yeah, dipshit idiot, for sure. So, enough about him. He's jerk of the week. <laughs> a thousand percent. So, we, oh wait, we have another jerk of the week, though, too, because the other night, before this little end of our relationship, I got a message DM'd to me in the middle of the night of this video of this woman. And I'm going to play it for y'all here in a minute. But it led to me like listening to several of her videos. And my blood was boiling. Okay, I have some things I want to share before I get mad because I'm going to get pissed. Okay. And y'all are too. We're going to play you some of these videos. And I hope they hit y'all the way they hit us because this woman. It's too much. Mr. Callie had sent me this video. And it led me to looking at several other videos of this woman um is that what we're calling her 
She's bitch is what she is. It's insane. But I'm going to play this first video for y'all so you can hear what she's saying. And then I have a couple more. And this is like her entire Instagram profile. It's horrible. Well, it's her entire podcast. You don't need a man until they need a man. And then suddenly they panic. You know, 35. I think it's before 35. It's probably people say you hit the wall like around 30. I don't think so anymore, if I'm being straight. I really don't. I think it takes a little bit longer than that because women have been sold, freeze your eggs, all this stuff. I think it's coming even later. I think it's around 33. And they start panicking. And they realize that there's things that other people, other women, are living in houses with guys. And they don't have to, maybe they don't have to fix the sink or panic about this or panic about that. Or they've got their family. They've got their start. They've, they're married. They've got the ring on their finger. They've got security in ways that a single woman doesn't have. So don't, my message, I don't say this stuff to women to hurt women. I say it to help you. I say it to help you. I want to help you <laughs> to see that what you're being sold by media is a lie. And you're going to live that lie, and you may be even happy living that lie initially, but you're going to be miserable living that lie soon. And the longer you live that lie and pretend you're happy, the harder it's going to be for you to get out of that lie. So Mr. Callie sent me that, and then I have one more, or maybe a couple, maybe a couple more. I want you to play the joy one. The joy one? Is it this one? Mm-hmm. Most of these women, these feminists, they're very unhappy people, right? It just seeds out of the body. You know when you meet somebody and they seem joyful and that energy is contagious to you? So many of these women, modern women, I don't need a man, this, that, feminism, what's great for women, they just look rancid inside, right? Like rot, something rotten's coming out. Mm, they got an expression all the time. Okay, so this one more, and then we'll speak of how we truly feel about this dumbass woman okay one more <laughs> i think it's this one i'm lying all the time about their appearances and they're getting their dms and their dating apps and their only fans and all this stuff flooded in the meantime they are enhanced in many respects i'm just talking about surgery here there's that layer there's that layer of where like you know women go in for botox you know like it's just a routine dental cleaning now toxic nasty but they do it because they're in a panic. Oftentimes, by the way, women doing that are in a panic because they're hitting the wall and now they got to compete with younger women and they're like, what do I do? What do I do? So what do they do? They freeze their face and then they just look creepy, right? They don't look more youthful. They look weird. Then guys are like, hmm, how come she has no expression? Is she dead inside? <laughs> Deidre, are you dead inside? <laughs> this woman, y'all. It was four in the morning and I was listening to these and my blood was boiling do you think she's speaking from experience or do you think she's speaking from a twisted childhood where do you think that that viewpoint comes from i think she was literally one of those girls that was like just like either misfortunate looking or not nice and so no one wanted to be friends with her so she realized real quick i just need to agree with men do what they want and be fully on their side and talk shit about women to be friends and in with the guys is what I'm picking up on. So I have a couple of thoughts. I think she is such a miserable, bitter human being that she automatically makes the idiotic assumption that she like she's so dumb that she's stereotyping that all women who are single 
feels like yeah. that. She's making these blanketed statements like this is all women. And it's they like. They all feel that way. Mm, no, ma'am. But what's funny is that I was so fired up about her. And by the way, she used to be on The View for like one year. One year. Clearly, she didn't last long. I'm sure she stirred a lot of pots. She uh, describes herself as a leaning libertarian. But my favorite part is I want you to guess how old she was when she got married. How old she was when she got married? Yeah, she was talking about like how if you're 30, 35, you're a bitter woman. Oh, you got to freeze your eggs. Oh, buying buying into this lie. I want you to guess how old she was when she got married. Was she 40? 39. 39, first marriage. And she now, this that was five years ago. So she's 44. And I want you to... Uh, to guess that she has a baby. So here she was talking about these women having children late, blah, 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 and you're all. She's describing herself. She literally is speaking about how miserable and nasty and rancid on the inside she is or was. And it's so disgusting that she says. What is that? I don't know. She's too much. I'm sure she posts these videos to get a rise out of people. I could tell through the comments that she does get quite a rise. Maybe we're only hearing the one side of these reels and she's speaking on how she was. I don't I know. know. I don't, I doubt I don't it. I don't think that's I doubt how it, it is. She sounds like a B-I-T-C-H. Yeah. Her name I is. see you next Tuesday. Well, and her name is Jedediah. But you know who, who I actually want to speak about more than Jedediah? I wonder if she goes by Jedda. Jedi. Jedediah. Maybe it's she's, more maybe it's Jedediah. than Jedi. No, it's Jedediah for sure. She sounds like a fucking ugly Star Wars character. Yeah. Jessie Gallen. She was Scotland's oldest woman alive. And she passed away at the age of 109. How did we shift like that? Because do you know what her... Thing that one thing she gave the most credit to for her long and happy life being a woman staying away from men so i'm just curious and i'm not saying i necessarily agree oh chico come here the boo. cat's calling us he wants me to open the door <laughs> cat calling come here are you want a kitty whisper he's like no uh anyway i wonder what I'm not saying that I agree with either standpoint, but uh, I wonder what Miss Jedediah would have to say about that. Oh, she'd probably say she can't live without it. She can't live without a man. And listen, we love our men. We love our male listeners. We love our male friends and I love family my, members. I my happily married friends. But I just bitter. want people to stop persecuting women if they don't choose to get married right away. Or we don't... I do not feel... Any less than my married friends. I don't feel like I wish I had a man at home so that he could fix the sink, as she mentioned. I can fix my sink, or I can call my brother or dad to do it for me, or a plumber, whatever. Like, why does a man have to do that for me? Yeah, I mean, it just hurts. And I'm not saying I don't, I, I mean, yeah, if I had one around. I wouldn't mind. Cool. Yeah, fix the sink. It's one less thing I got to do. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, I absolutely believe in... 
men and women having their strong suits and being a feminine and being a woman and i like that but i also believe like i heard another one you played about like women's rights it's like who are you are you in that movie what is it where they were taken over there were shells out oh um because like in 2016 17 it's that show um on hulu handmaid's tell well no i'm i was thinking there's a movie they were saying it happened at kanye for a while oh i don't know Kanye. I'll look it up and I'll put it in there. They're saying that he's like a shell. He was taking over his brain. These rich old white people were taking over making people robots. So they think Kanye's a robot? Yeah. I, I, anyway, what? what I'm saying is, is no, this Kanye woman, has a mental illness. <laughs> I know. I agree. But Jedediah she does too. Bile. It sounds like she throws up on herself. Honestly, maybe she's just not getting laid at home from the husband she married at age 39. But it's prior. Wait, you said her first marriage. Does that right. mean she's already been married? More no, than- like her first marriage was at 39. Oh, okay. So what I'm getting at is that in, from 2000, is, is she got married until 2018. So in 2015, 16, 17, she was that woman building her career. She had not procreated yet. How dare you shame your common women who are doing the exact same thing and wanting to put themselves first. It's and not- how dare you're shaming people that just want to go get fucking Botox. Like it's a, a so dental cleaning. So why don't want to freeze my face? Who Actually, cares? I've never done it, but why I'm not opposed opi- to people who do. And why shame or have an opinion or be nasty? Calling someone well, rancid calling someone on rancid the inside? inside for getting for altering their appearance. No, that was for being single and being a feminist. That was for believing. Oh, but it. she doesn't believe in feminism, you know. But that's the whole point is that it's just so rude and nasty. And it's like, why? How dare you? I don't shame my friends. My friends have been long standing, happy marriage. Great, that's wonderful for them. Everyone's path Same. is different. Piss off or painting this picture that every woman, because she chooses Feels to, this way. Yeah, you're rude. She had another video that said something about body count. Like, if you're over here having to keep up with the amount of... Fuck off. If I okay. want to screw 100 or I want to screw 2, that's my choice. And shit's still going to get weird. Anyways, enough about her. I'm, I'm shocked saying, she you has still a success. Be who you are? How dare you? I truly think I'm shocked she has a successful podcast. People probably listen because they're so flabbergasted by her. Thoughts they're probably and doing this. It's all these other podcasts, or that's these ours. extremists that are like, yeah, you know, they can walk around, <clears> Mister <throat> Cali. Walk around. Do me a favor. Look in the mirror, and then I want you to pretend that you're shaking salt in your mouth. <laughs> Because they're salty. Is that why? Do it. Oh. Or they're salty. It tastes salty. He probably did. Anyway. Oh, 100%. Like, literally, Mr. Kelly ejaculated and straight ew, salt I, came out. Ew, it was dry. Ew, it was just salt. Ew, ew, it just it hit you ew. like flour. Psh. <laughs> Ugh. All right. Well, I think that's a wrap on that one. Yep. This and, episode, uh, because we've been recording for a while. <laughs> we missed y'all. We're happy to share. Uh, <sighs> we did miss y'all. Let's. Well, oh, my birthday's coming this weekend. Oh, yeah. We're I did write celebrate. that and I put a heart. Oh, and the new place, we ordered furniture today. Yes. <laughs> we did that. Furniture, chairs, and rugs. Daydre's birthday celebration. And also, what I was going to, I was waiting to record to tell you. What? I was going to give you your present. I've been debating. Do I give her a present 
ahead of her birthday at a birthday brunch. And then I thought, do I give her her, her birthday present on her birthday? <laughs> and then I thought. That's what most people do. <laughs> <laughs> or do I give it to her while we're recording? Do you want to give it to me while we're recording? Not now. Oh, next okay. time. <laughs> For your birthday. Okay. Okay. Maybe we'll record just a quick little happy birthday to Daydre. Oh, that would be fun. That would be fun. Well, until then, yes. we hope you have a wonderful week. You avoid the Jedediahs dies of the world and yeah. the Mr. Callies. And you learn to laugh and love and appreciate yourself. Yes. Meow, meow. Love you. Bye. Bye.